Hi, Rav Judy here with Masechet Idiot Perchet Mishnabet, dedicated towards the school of Rav Shlema for Tovah Miriam Bat Devorah Mendel. Hey, Rabbi Yehuda Ben Baba, Rabbi Yehuda Kohen, Akhtana Ba Yisrael Shenisit Lekohen, Shi Ochele Petruma, Kiyemen Shenichmas Alechupa, Avu Pichalo Nivala. Okay, so we had the idea a little bit earlier about a uh, a young girl who um, and or married off to a Kohen potentially by her mother and brothers that she can eat rabbinic truma. Now. Uh, but she can't eat biblical truma. What I want to know is now she's grown up enough because she's still been, you know, she's not living with this Kohen. She's not in, a rela- in, a, in an intimate relationship with him. She's a child. But when she grows up, let's say she's now gone to chuppah, meaning they've now, she's, she's gotten past the age where she could say, I don't want this. She says, no, I want to be married to him. They have a chuppah because now they're going to sort of like carry out the remainder of the wedding ceremony. Wedding ceremony, even to this day, has a first stage, Kedushin Irisin, which is usually giving over of a ring and that's stage one. And then usually just a few minutes later, we do chuppah, standing under the chuppah and, and have a ketubah handed over and, and make brach, sheva brachot and et cetera, et cetera. That's called nisu and that's the second step. So here, this first step second step, instead of being a few minutes apart, or really years apart, at age four, her family, quote-unquote, married her off, really did marry her off, to this Kohen. She lives with them. She's growing up. She turns 12. They say, okay, do you want to be married to him? She's now legally an adult. Forget the fact that 12 in our world is not an adult for right now. She says, yes. She goes off. They're going to have chuppah. By the way, that Kohen himself might be her same age. He might have been four when they got married also. But now they're going, they're, they're teenagers, whatever it is, they're going to now go be married. Um, so let's say they've had chuppah, but they've not yet been sexually intimate. So they've not 100% completed this process that Rabbi Yehuda ben Bava and Rabbi Yehuda Cohen say that she can actually now eat truma fully uh, and we don't, uh, you know, we're not holding back. We said before that it was only rabbinic truma. No, no, no. They're now fully married and she can fully eat truma just because of the chuppah. Hey, Rabbi Yossi Akon, Rabbi Zechari Ben Akatsav, Rabbi Yossi Akon and Rabbi Zechari, the, the butcher, or the son of the butcher, or Ben Akatsav, uh, testified about Altinoka Shehurhana Be'ashkelon. It's a very sad state of affairs. Hurhana means that the non-Jews in Ashkelon basically took a young girl as a collateral for money they're owed. They basically kidnapped her and said, you owe us money and we're not letting her go until you pay us. Now we are worried, and especially it was a Kohen family in this case, the family is worried, what if they, God forbid, raped her, took advantage of her, she's young, um, and that that would also make her unable to marry a Kohen. And so what happened was she was taken as this sort of collateral in Ashkelon. Her Kohen family kind of were keeping their distance from her once they got her back because they don't know, like, what's the deal here? But there are witnesses who testify that while she was with these Gentiles in Ashkelon and they had her, you know, locked up, that she was never sort of alone in private with them and that they didn't they didn't lay a finger on her. So she was actually really just kept as collateral, but that nothing nothing bad happened to her. And since she wasn't raped... That uh, and and she didn't sleep with a gentile. That she is now still available to marry a kohen. She could still marry Israel, but the question is, could she marry a kohen? So her family were keeping distance. The rabbi said back to those kohanim, the family, if you're listening to witnesses who say that she was taken captive. And you then those, you should listen to the same witnesses, be intellectually consistent, and say that they say that she was not taken advantage of. She wasn't in private with them. They didn't. They didn't. Uh, they weren't violent with her. They didn't do anything to her. If you don't believe the witnesses who say that she wasn't taken in private and she wasn't taken advantage of, then don't listen to the same witnesses. Don't believe them that they actually even had her in the first place. In other words, be consistent. Either you think she was taken and it was okay, or you don't believe it was okay because you don't listen to those witnesses. Then you don't think that she was even taken at all. She's fine to marry. Kohanim.